0: Not many people got a code to live by anymore Hey, look, look at that Look at those assholes over there Ordinary fucking people I hate them Living large and hard. Living, 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 large, living, 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 large and hard living, large living, large, and living, 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 large and hard living, large, and living, large and living, living living, living large living, living large, living, living living living, living living, 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 large, and living, 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 large and living large and hard, living large and hard, living large and hard, living large and hard. Hello everybody, and welcome to the Chai Box. Here in Chicago, half a floor up from North Monticello Avenue in the Irving Park section of the Northwest Suburbs. And today what I'm going to do is go over the things that everybody wants to hear about my trips. What went wrong? That's right. Everybody wants to hear the fuck-ups. You know why you want to hear the fuck-ups? Because it didn't happen to you. And I'm happy to uh, fulfill that for you it certainly happened to me. Now, if you want to know the good things that happened on the trip, then you just follow along on Instagram and or Facebook. Uh, You can look back. And the way I do it is it's like you're walking along with me. You know, like, hey, look at that over there. And I take a picture of it and I throw it the fuck up there. And I go, hey, look at that over there. And it could be very disparate things. A lot of graffiti, because I like graffiti. Um, might be strange signs. Might be a dead animal. Might be a beautiful church. Might be all three things, you know, in the space of three pictures. But anyway, what you all want to know about is what went wrong. Well, let me tell you. It's been an adventure. Well, it's been a lot of adventures. So this is uh covering. Uh, that sounded pretty smart. So this is covering my first two trips, August and September. And we're now in October. And I'm preparing for yet another one, which is looking like things are going to go wrong, possibly. But I got my plan B's and my plan C's and even my... No, I don't have plan D's in shape. Yeah, I do. I do. I got plans B's and C's. I got all that. That's the way it works, man. Otherwise, this shit ain't going to happen for you. You're not going to be able to enjoy from the comfort of wherever you look at my stuff, these adventures that you're probably not gonna go on. Because how many of you had ever thought of going to Ljubljana? Uh, I kinda didn't, didn't even know how to say it until I you know, got almost there. So anyway, I'm doing it for you. I'm not doing it for me. Yeah, right. So, so far, Uh, It's been 14 planes and seven trains, one bus, the Flikspus. Let me get to that right now. That was leaving Vienna. And trying to figure out where at the bus station. No, leaving Zagreb. Oh, excuse me. Um, Going into Hungary to Budapest. That's right, because that was the only way I could get in. Without quarantine, was on the road, unless they'd changed it before I did it. But I, I, you know, at some point, I just give up looking all the time because, well, whatever happens happens, and I just got to deal with it. So anyway, the Flix boost very cheap. They even have them here in America, it turns out. But anyway, the FlixBus. Um. Yeah get there no idea where the fucking thing is look at the board that tells where buses are leaving from it's not on there so what i've learned is just you know being a dude you don't ask for directions yeah you do you suck it the fuck up go to the information off and uh information area and say where the fuck is this bus coming from oh 603 way out there like next to the fence like almost out of the parking lot okay thank you So anyway, uh, 14 planes. And this is to go to nine different cities. 14 different planes. Seven trains, if I remember correctly, might be eight. The bus, one boat, Uh, five COVID tests. I read one book in its entirety, another one as good as its entirety. I used six public transport systems. I rode a lot of uh, rental scooters, electric ones. They're fun; they really are. I would have been in Lisbon, but no way. Roads are too narrow. Roads are too bumpy. Didn't feel like getting crushed. It's too early in the. You know, maybe last trip next year, whenever that is, June or you know July, whenever it ends up being. Maybe then the last day. I'll do something stupid like that, but not at this point. Um, So let me break this down for you. Very first trip last month, I call Air Portugal, a.k.a. TAP, which I've had lots of interactions with because they hate giving money back. And they really don't like issuing vouchers either. So I've been on the phone many times with them. And it's always been real annoying because what they say doesn't come true. And they're rude. But other than that, so... It was very unclear, as a lot of these things are, when you go to a different country's website, government website that's been translated from their native tongue into English, what the fuck is going on. So I wasn't sure if I needed a COVID test. From now on, I call it Covix, because I love Covix. One of my uh, patients that I transported in my last job got Covix, as they called it, and I thought, Wow, you even had it. You don't get it right. But, Covix, that's Covix. That sounds kind of nasty. COVID, sounds like a benign uncle from, you know, the old country. Uncle COVID. He's here. Oh, he's in town? Love COVID. Covix, don't like it. So, um, I actually was concerned about this. So, the day before I left, I found out where I could get a Covix test here in America, which... Ain't fucking cheap, tell you what. And, um, well, if you got insurance, maybe it is, but then you gotta go through the loopholes and at the last minute that wasn't gonna happen. So anyway, but I was willing to, and I was willing to pay the money to avoid problems. So I called Portugal first thing in the morning, eight o'clock, wait half an hour on hold, finally talked to somebody, They put me on hold for 15 minutes and they tell me, no, because I'm just going through the airport in Lisbon to go on to Copenhagen, I do not need a COVID test. I get to Newark and I'm waiting at the gate and the person says, anyone here checked in but has not come to the counter? Please come to the counter. So went to the counter. Guess what? They're not going to let me on the plane. I got upset more than a little because I said, you know, I called yesterday morning. And here's what she said. Who did you talk to? What the fuck do I know? You know do you jot that down when you call customer service? Oh, thanks, Bill. Let me get that down. How do you spell that? B-I-L? Two L's? Okay, great. Someone in Portugal. I said, I don't know. Well, I don't know why they told you that i don't either so what are you telling me you're not going to get on without a covid test great and then she says there's a place that's open till i think she said 10 which wasn't true no she said eight she said excuse me this was a five o'clock flight five o'clock boarding six whatever she said the thing was open later than it is but it was upstairs in Newark Airport, at the other side of the airport. So that means I would have to go up, get the COVID test, rapid test, make it back down, go through security again. And by the way, when you are leaving a gate, nobody ever leaves the gate to go back out. It just doesn't happen. So I didn't, (laughs) there is no way really to do that, but to go back out, through security, and any minute I was expecting to be tackled and tased and and all that stuff. It's TSA, they really don't give a fuck. So anyway, I had hope, ridiculous hope, that I could just run up, because the test only takes 15 minutes to uh, get the results, run up there and get it done and run back. But I get up there, and it's, get this, $200. Um okay. So yeah, not only me, I counted six, I counted five other people on that flight alone that didn't know they had to have a Covix test just to go through the airport in Lisbon. Anyway, so I get there and very confused people at the uh, Covix test place. So the one that's talking to me, she's talking to me, and then the one that's supposed to be checking people in and doing that kind of stuff, she's busy yapping to someone else, uh, like real busy yapping to someone else. So the one that's checking me in, she goes, can I take care of this and check him in? And the other one says, yeah, because I want to go talk to so-and-so. So she goes talk to so-and-so, the other one checks me in. And then she goes, okay, you can go back to number or whatever. And I go back and talk to her, and she seems confused, the one that's going to stab me in the in the nostrils. And she seems like, uh, you know, busy on her phone and confused and a little harried. This wasn't, this was set up with a a folding table and some portable dividers Um, and making lots of money. I'll give you that much. So we go in there, you know, stab, stab. Um, She goes, you're going to want this piece of paper. You're going to want to take this for your insurance. And, uh. Well, at that point, I didn't even have insurance. I didn't know because I quit working, so I didn't know how much care. carry. I didn't give a fuck at that point. And I glance at the paper that's there, and it says $125, not $200. And I thought, oh, I'm getting some kind of maybe old fart discount or something. So I grab the paper, and then you got to go out and wait for your results. And I sit down um, and look at the angry and upset people coming to get stabbed in the face for a lot of money. No, my name is called uh, Mr. Living Large and Hard. Yes, right here. First name Micromax? Yes, right here. Uh, I went over, she goes, here's your result, negative, thank you. And I went, hmm, she did not ask me for any money. So I surreptitiously turned away and looked at the piece of paper, did not have my name on it, did not say Micromax Living Large and Hard. Um, didn't say anything like that at all. It was a name that I probably couldn't even pronounce. So, due to all the confusion in this um, racket, I'm not even sure they really test things, you know? Maybe they figured, you pay 200 bucks, you're good to go. I don't know. I would hope not. But, in all this confusion up front with the person who was too busy talking to do the actual check-in with the person who was kind of checking me in. Then they neglected to charge me. And yes, I let that slide because I wasn't having it. So then I had to go and run all the way back down and go through security again. Um, And of course, at that point, that plane was long gone. So then I had to go Uh, Catch a a flight five hours later, which meant that my nice one-hour and, I believe, 25, 30-minute connection in Lisbon to go on to Copenhagen became six hours. So this is how we're kicking this whole, you know, 13 trips in 10 months or whatever the fuck it is thing off. Very first one. You with me so far? Yeah. And did I continue on? Yes, I did. Did I quit? No. Because you know why? Because I'm doing it for you. Oh, man. Just thinking about that. Um, So then, because I was going to go on this first trip initially, I was going to go to Copenhagen and then take the train to Stockholm and then take the overnight boat where you get a room and all that kind of stuff, uh, to Helsinki and then fly back for an extended stay in Lisbon. Not an extended stay hotel. They don't have those there. Well, they probably do, but they're not a chain. You get my drift? But they allow you to do that to get your ass to stay there because there's a national airline and that way you get more people to hang out there which i did and which i loved and so when i got back two days after i was back i booked another trip to go back for four days just to hang out in lisbon because i didn't really there's a lot of stuff i wanted to do that i didn't do didn't have time i was too busy why was i busy that's right for you so where was i oh so anyway uh, Sweden, who pretty much said fuck everything to do with Kovacs from the beginning, they said, fuck you people, you can't come in here, which I thought was kind of, was not expecting that. I would have looked into it way sooner than I did because I just assumed from the fact they had no mask mandates and they sent all the kids to school and all that kind of stuff. They'd be very open to tourist dollars. But nope, they closed. And I went, well, I'd better check. I never even looked into Finland. Didn't have a clue. Guess what? Bingo. So then, uh, looking at a map, I found out that... uh, I knew Tallinn was there in Estonia. How did I know that? I (laughs) I don't really fucking know. I think I was looking at ferry trips around the region there, and it was like, oh, Tallinn's not far from Helsinki. And also Riga in Latvia. So I booked airbnbs in both those places and then the u.s delta surge hit thanks thanks to you people who didn't get vaccinated and refused to wear masks in public places where you're supposed to like transport and you know you beat up you know air air stewards or whatever they're called uh stewardesses not stu- uh, um, um, um you know those people and getting fights at walmart because people ask you to put a mask on back in the day Anyway, thanks for all that, not getting vaccinated, like I said, and having large family get-togethers, super spreader events. Bless you, because the caseload got so high that Riga said, fuck you, you can't come in. And by the way, everywhere I went, where there were mask mandates, everybody wore them. It was not a big deal. They just did what they were supposed to do, and then that's why a lot fewer people... 100,000 get sick in those countries. Eh, but we have freedom. God damn it. We're patriots. Anyway, I am, I'm doing this with a mask on, actually. And it's an N95. Why? Doing it for you. Anyway. Oh, I couldn't get into Latvia then. So let's look at the map again. Well, there's Lithuania, and there's the biggest city in Lithuania, called Vilnius. Let's go there. And boy, was that Airbnb cheap. Let me tell you why. It's Vilnius in Lithuania. Who the fuck's going there? I did. So then, you know, everything's really changed from the original. And also, it would have been easy to go from Tallinn to Helsinki, which is where my original return flight Back to Lisbon was, but then TAP canceled that flight. So then I had to get on the phone with them again after, you know, calling and listening to their whole music. And for I don't, you know, usually it's every time I call there, it's about an hour, if not more. Not as long as the time I was on with Iberia, the, the um, Spanish national airline, that was two and a half hours. That was just two and a half hours on hold. And Not even whatever the phone call took to get my money back, half an hour or something like that. So anyway, now we're going to Copenhagen, and then I've got to get to Vilnius. And the way to get there is through Stockholm in Sweden, where they weren't letting people in. But I look, I research this stuff, and you can transit through the airport, which is a thing I never never knew that term, transiting through an airport, but man, do I know it now. So if you're coming from uh, the countries around there, like Norway and um, I'm, I'm Finland and Denmark, if that's the country of origin, you're allowed to go through no problem so I get my flight it's booked and the airline I don't remember which one it was at this point I think it was Finnair. they booked it with a 42 minute layover mm, even I don't push it that much but I figure they know what they're doing so I get there guess what flight was late and at these little airports What they do with the little airplanes is you park way the fuck out in the airport and you ride in on a bus. And they even fake me out. I go, there's gate 19, that's where I got to be. So the plane's headed for gate 19 and then it goes, and heads to the other end. And then I go, okay, not so bad. And then the bus comes and then the bus goes, oh, we're going to uh, gate 19. No, we're going to whatever the fuck it was. Way down at the other end. Oh, this was this was gate 8. Excuse me. I screwed up. Do I ever screw up on this podcast? God, that's about all I do. That I don't do for you. That I do just because I'm a fuck-up. So anyway, yeah, I'm looking for gate 8. But we go down to gate 26 on the bus. So now I'm running because I'm already late. 42 minutes between planes. So now I'm running. And um, I get to border control, which I did not expect to run into. Whip out the passport, whip out the Vax card. Hand it up to the lady in a little glassed-in, elevated uh, toll booth-looking thing. Boarding pass. Okay, here you go. You have negative test? Nope. I have vaccination card you know this is all a moot point because my country of origin was denmark where are you coming from denmark copenhagen do you live in denmark no i live in america that's why i have a us passport do you have negative test oh you motherfucker i just said less than a minute ago no no i do not you are not allowed um at this point, I stepped back, and I bowed my head. Can you believe it? Because here's the thing. Even if the person is wrong, they can ruin your fucking day. They can do that. Not intentionally, even. The fact that they're wrong, they're in charge. So if they fuck up, even though they're wrong, you're fucked. So, I figured I would be contrite, even though I did nothing wrong, and stepped back, bowed my head, and hoped for the best, and I'll be damned. She picked up the phone and talked into it like a female version of the Swedish chef on the Muppets, hung up the phone, and she said, you are allowed to go, and I went, wow, nice. High five? No, I didn't do that. I said this. Thank you. Uh, this is Terminal Five, and she said yes. Because if I was in the wrong terminal, there's no way I'm going to make my flight. But I'm going to try. Why? That's right. For you. So then I go running again, and running and running and running, and I'm oh, you know, when you look down a fucking terminal, <laughs> if you got time, it doesn't look that far. If you got no time. God damn, does it look far. So, you know, dit, 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 aforementioned gate 19, that goes by 11. Dit, dit, and I turn a corner, and it says gate 8 this way, 8 through whatever, 12 through 8, whatever the fuck it was. And I turn a corner, and there's a guy sitting in a recline, in a chair reclining back with his hands on his belly, and an x-ray machine and the person staring off into space standing at a, a full-body metal detector and i said gate eight they go yep but you got to come through here oh boy the joy you know take the belt off over there you don't have to take your shoes off thank fuck um drop the pull the backpack off drop the backpack in pull out the passport throw that in everything in pockets throw all that in, throw the belt in, go through, walk through the metal detector, wait on the other side, grab all that shit, put the belt on super fast, grab the stuff, stuff it in your pockets, look in the back bin again just in case, just in case you forgot something like your passport or your fax card fell out. And then run down the stairs and run to the gate. And luckily that flight was delayed too. So that was fun. Put yourself in my um, shoes that I didn't have to take off. Put yourself, Pretend you're my belt. Yeah, not fun. So the next one, uh, as far as entertain, entertainment for you and stress for me, was going into Hungary to get to Budapest, or as I've learned to say, Budapest from Zagreb. Now, this is another one of those where... If I would have gone, if I would have flown, which would have been much easier than a five-hour bus ride, and probably cost no more, then I would have had to quarantine, and it was like very onerous. Like you had to take a test when you got there, and if that was negative, then you could take another test in two days. All right, I'm there four days, so you know it was a really cool Airbnb. Um, look at Instagram or Facebook, you can see there's the bed was hanging off the wall. Very colorful, very loud, but whatever. Um, but, oops, sorry about that. Because I was coming from Croatia, and there's a couple other countries, because I was coming from there by road or sea or um, train would have worked as well. Then there was no restriction whatsoever by nationality or whether you'd been vaccinated or you were full-blown Koviks uh, on a respirator in an ambulance. I'm guessing. I don't know. Didn't have to worry about that because you know, with all my multiple tests, I knew I was negative. By the way, that's always a fear, even though you feel perfectly fucking fine. Perfectly fine. If you go for a Covics test as you, most of you probably know by this time, you're always worried it's going to come back negative. Just because. You hear about this asymptomatic shit. I mean, if you're asymptomatic and you're here, it doesn't fucking matter. But if you're asymptomatic and you have a negative test and you're trying to get somewhere, well, then you're screwed. Yeah, I may get to that point. Yeah, hold on for that. Because won't that be fun? So anyway, I'm going into Hungary on the Flikspus. And uh, I'm kind of keeping track on Google Maps where we are. And I go, oh, man, cool. We're, we're right to the border. And we're not going to. Oh, there's the border. And we're pulling over into a lane. And the bus is stopping. All right. And then they come. And the guy comes on. Takes everybody's passports. And off they go. For a long, long time. And the driver comes back on and goes, China, China? Uh, This Chinese couple, apparently their passports weren't enough identification for Hungarian border control. So that was, you know, that got me a little wound up because I'm the American on the bus, which is pretty obvious because no one else was speaking English, except the um, young woman next to me after. I'll I'll get to that. So we wait, and we wait, and people are getting off the bus, and some are going to smoke, some are going to the bathroom, which is down about 100 yards, because there wasn't one on the bus. Um, And then people are getting back on the bus, including me, because there wasn't shit to do in the middle of nowhere at the border. And the driver comes down and he goes, everybody off. Everybody must get off bus. Everybody off. I went, oh God, here we go. So my plan A was, you know, if they yank me and said I can't go in, was to cry a lot. Plan B was to cry even more. Uh, C might have been to offer hand jobs. And D was, I, you know, I just had no idea. If I'm stuck at the border, and this is not in a city, this is out nowhere. And I, I have no idea if they're supposed to send me back on the next flixbus, if I have to wait till one of the fucking border guys is going home in Zagreb, or what, I don't know. So, what i learned to do is be very calm as much as possible, because ain't a goddamn thing I can do about it. Um, so anyway, we're all lined up out there. And they start passing out the identification. So people from, I'm guessing Hungary, just seem to have cards, not passports. And it was all alphabetical. And then they start going through more people. And more. And then I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) It's getting to be just me and a few other people out there. And then, Madvin, Michael, yep. Yes. Folks, we made it. We're on the bus. You, me, we're on the bus. So anyway, Anyway. let's get to um, Elizabeth, who was sitting next to me. I said, does it always take that long? And she said, I don't know. But then she, we started talking. So thankfully, we had a nice chat the rest of the way to Budapest. So that was a fun one. Um, let's see where the fuck we are here. I actually had to take copious notes on this because, man, even though I lived through it, it's hard to keep track of all the shit that went down. All right. Let's do some flights here. Uh, you already heard about the one that went through Sweden and that was to get me to Vilnius. Now to get from Vilnius to Tallinn, I had to go up to Helsinki, which I couldn't get into and then which which, which means I pay I f- hello, which means I flew past Estonia where Tallinn is, and then flew 20 minutes back. The shortest flight I have ever been on. I've taxied I'm not I'm not talking about just sitting on a runway. I've taxied through airports for 20 minutes. This was a 20 minute flight to go from Helsinki down to Tallinn. So flew past where I was supposed to go and then back down. So then thanks to my buddies at TAP who canceled the Helsinki flight back to Lisbon and I had to get to Cape Cape and Hogan? Wow. I haven't done this in a while, folks. I I, I just put out a, a few of them. And for those of you who are hurt by fuck my lol, I don't care. Think what you're doing. It's silly. Um, fuck your lol. Yeah, fuck my lol. I don't use it, so fuck mine if you can find it. So then to get to Copenhagen in time to make the fucking flight, to Lisbon to spend, whatever it was, three great days. I had to make a six o'clock flight from Vilnius. No, 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 this is very confusing, even to me, like I said. All right, so I'm in Tallinn. Oh, I had to go from Tallinn at six in the morning, fly to Helsinki for twenty in you know, a 20 minute flight, Then fly to Copenhagen to get the flight to Lisbon, where I was going to spend a few days, and then fly to America. See why I had to take notes? So, 6 a.m., and the airport was not near downtown, like, you know, none of them are. And there was no transportation. There was, oh, it was very confusing. There may or may not have been a tram that ran from where I was at 5.07, I think it was, or 5.17. Either way, because it was, a, I think it was a Sunday. So I didn't, yeah, it was a Sunday. So I I couldn't tell. <laughs> I'd go to, even on, well, every public transportation website in every country that i've looked at and there's lots of them that i've looked at is confusing none of them really make any sense so either there was or there wasn't and if there wasn't i wasn't going to waste time so i'm assuming there wasn't going to be this tram that ran up to the airport and if it did run to the airport it was going to get me up there with not enough time to get through security and get on the airplane and all that good stuff So here we go. Plan A is to get a Bolt car. Now, if you're in Europe, don't plan on using Uber. I learned that the hard way. Um, Because there aren't that many... It depends on where you are. But Uber is not the big deal there. Bolt is the big deal there. So, option number one, was to get a Bolt car. So I would wake up randomly in, in uh, the wee small hours and grab my phone, and I was in the old town in Tallinn and see at 3.30 in the morning, on a Saturday night, uh, no, it would be on a Friday night, Saturday morning, if there were any Bolt cars around. And there might be five, which doesn't bode well, for five in the morning on a sunday morning so i did that for a couple days like thursday night friday night um you know and then wait, like late saturday night very early sunday to see if they were out anyway before we even get to that next up they have bolt scooters electric scooters 15 miles an hour 25 kilometers per hour um fun Cheap. So by bolt, by car, it was like nine minutes. By scooter, it was twenty-five. Plan. Let's see. Plan one was the bolt car. Plan B is a scooter. If I can find a scooter that's got enough charge to get the twenty-five minutes up there. So, just because I'd pretty much covered to in, what I decided to do was grab a scooter and ride the fuck to the airport just to see. And that was kind of fun, actually. So I did that. wasn't bad. I mean, wearing my kind of heavy backpack and freezing cold at 5 in the morning wouldn't have been as fun, but it was pretty good. Came back. Uh, took a side trip over to Tallinn Bay, came back that way and got it back into town right in time to run out of juice. Which is fine because you just dump them anywhere that's not in the forbidden zone. And then the final thing, plan uh, Q, was just a walk because it was an hour. So you can imagine when I woke up quarter to five, and saw Bolt cars creeping around the app, I was I was very happy. Very happy indeed. But I get to the airport, and security, I mean, it's fucking a bit after 5 in the morning, and it was busy. And I have never, ever seen angrier airport screeners People running the uh, x ray and all that kind of stuff. Boy, they were just yelling at people. Um, It's like my backpack I put with the straps up and it kind of hung over, and the guy takes and flips it over and does like a body slam into the tray with it. Uh, They're yelling at people. It was great until I watch my bag come out. And if you'll notice when the bags come out, they can stop at the top right when they come through the x-ray machine well the one in front of me got kicked off to the side and sent down to the the most pissed off of all the lady who has to look for um fluids you know gels stuff like that of which i had none i had deodorant and toothpaste i had no gels i had no i had no liquids but they were very strict. The only place I've been where you got to have the the bag out. So I did not have the bag out because I was just I was too amused by people yelling and hollering, and I didn't do my part of the show, man. Sorry. Well, I, it's become part of the show because I fucked up. Anyway, my bag gets kicked off. It goes down, and she just fucking really had it out with this one guy who was clueless. She kept yelling. You know whose bag is this, is this your bag, is this your, and then the guy finally goes up, and he's obviously, I mean, this guy, I don't know if he's a cosmetic salesman, he's got shampoo, conditioner, all of them way too big. And then he's getting shitty with her, and so she's really flipping out. And then she goes to me, this is your bag, yes, sorry. Um, well, you have to have it out. I go, yeah, I'm sorry about that. She goes, oh, it's okay. Well, I thought after that, ream and the other guy got. I said, yeah, I see it happens a lot. Oh, yeah, it happens all the time. There you go. What the fuck? Okay, thank you. So there's that one. Um, So that was the four flights. I was on Finnair so many times on that first one. I was on the same plane, same tail number, O-H-A-T-F. Three times, one time I got off, and I got back on the same plane. Now that had happened to me. Flying from Lansing to uh, Detroit, I got off, and I'm like, "Where's the gate? Where's the gate? Where's the gate?" Well, there's that number. there oh, I turned around. I'm at that gate, so I'm getting back on the same plane. So this happened, and then I, a couple days later, there's my old buddy, O H A T F. So same plane three times. Now I think that's about it. As far as all that confusing shit. Did you uh be able can you keep up with that? Did you make yourself a little whiteboard with a diagram, all that kind of stuff? That's about what it took me. Oh, we're not done yet, hold on. Oh shit, yeah, this one. When I uh when I got to Vilnius. I always research these things and it says just you know get an Uber. So I get out, get off the plane, grab the phone. Look, there is an Uber. One. And I go ahead, I put my ride in, and I go outside and it says confirm ride. There is not only no Wi-Fi out there, there is no data there's no phone so that gets canceled so then I try again and that guy apparently because I'd shunned him just turned off his his uber app in his his car Um, so then I quickly figure I gotta take a bus so I go in and look for any kind of information like a map or anything no Pull up an app called City Mapper. It says you need to take the number bus, whatever it was, I think it was three. Doesn't matter. It's relevant. You're not you're not jotting this down anyway. And you're not going to Vilnius, especially after I tell <laughs> this kind of Anyway. So sorry about that noise. That's the chair. It's a little creaky. So am I. So I go back in, I'm like, I gotta get a ticket. Where's the kiosk? Where's the ticket office? Let me go over here. Nope, neither. Neither. No good. So I go back out, and I intend to buy one from the driver. So my bus pulls up. I get on. I look up where the driver is. It's all enclosed in plexiglass and crime scene tape, like there'd been a murder up there. I'd been, you know, completely shut down for forensic evidence. Oh well, guess I'm riding for free. And then we the bus takes off from the airport, which looked pretty much like a normal airport until I got out to the backside and then it looked not so modern. And then when I got out of the airport parking lot on the bus and started going, I went, "Holy shit. What did I get myself into?" Because it looked like the Soviet Union, which it was a part of. They were the first to break free, so bless them. Um, In about 1982, buildings are fucking plaster falling off them, falling down. Uh, Just overgrown, all that kind of shit. I did see a bunch of balloons flying up, so that was cool. And then when I got off and had to walk to my Airbnb for about 20-some minutes, um, they apparently don't see many tourists walking through that part of town because I got some looks. You know, with my North Face and my North Face backpack and most of my teeth and all that kind of stuff. So I almost forgot that one. And Let's check our notes here, see where we're at. Oh Jesus. To get back on that first trip. Second trip was really there's the Hungarian border thing. That was about it. That's what that one was. That was the second trip. This is all first trip shit. Why did I even go on the second one? Yeah. I figured how bad could it be? I was right, it wasn't that bad. Um, so anyway, you got, you got to have a COVID test to get back in the United States, even if you're vaccinated. Pain in the ass. So what I did was I, uh, I booked a test at the airport. I rode the Metro from Barrio Alto, 40 minutes. I figured that way I'll know how to get up there to the, uh, the airport, too. I'll have all this information in my head now. I can get it all worked out. I'm this plan ABC shit. So I get up there. I get my, my test at 10 o'clock, which means you're supposed to get an email within 12 hours. 12.30, nothing. One in the morning, nothing. Three in the morning, nothing. Four in the morning, nothing. So then I'm doing, uh, let's do some plan ABC shit. So plan a is they completely fucked up and lost all my information so I'm gonna go there and demand a rapid PCR test I got the regular PCR test which is a waste of money you can just get the, the rapid test for much less money anyway and demand it and if they would say no fuck you then I was gonna buy the rapid test And if they were going to, that was not going to be something Then I was going to get to the embassy and all this. But I looked up what time they opened, because I recall seeing very clearly that they opened at 6. And I wanted to get there right at 6, get this resolved, and go back to the Airbnb and sleep. Because I'd lost a lot of sleep over this. Tried very hard not to. Was very mindful about it. You know, very zen. What can I do? I'll do what I can. What's out of my hands? There's nothing I can do about it. So, so then I look on their website. No, they're open at eight. So that would have been, man, can you imagine I get up there at six and I had to wait two hours in a fucking airport with nothing open? Fun. Well, I wouldn't have waited at the airport. I would have gone somewhere else. But anyway, so I get there right at eight. And I get the same guy, the guy that set me up to go in. Man, when this when they tickled my nose at this place, holy shit, my eyes were fluttering separately. Like the left one was going at 120 beats per minute and the right one at about 90. And uh, that was without anything stuck in it. And then, you know, reverse. And I tried, tried to be very uh, still, but man, that was something else. But anyway, the guy that did the intake, he saw me and he goes, oh, you're here for your paper copy. And I said, I never got the email. He said, hmm, how'd that happen? And I thought, hmm, how the fuck didn't it happen, is what you should be saying, and it's your fault, but not yours. But anyway, so he went back, he goes, oh, I'm very sorry. Sometimes that happens. I said, yeah, <laughs> well, lucky me, because it's been such a smooth trip so far. So he went back and got me my paper copy, and uh, which I tried—I held on to very carefully. I didn't want to sweat it all up and fold it and everything. I took that back to the Airbnb, relaxed a little, and then made it back. But uh, that's it so far. Like I said, there's uh, potential problems. With some train travel coming up in a week and a half or whatever the hell it is. Because I can't get on some trains in France without what they call the Pass Sanitaire, which I applied for on September 5th and still have not gotten. So, you know, that's right. A, B, C, D. I've got them already. Don't you worry. Well, I'll get you there one way or another. So let me break down just real quickly. I mean, if you saw the photos, you saw that all of these places were really, I mean, really beautiful. Ljubljana, man, I was not expecting it to be that enjoyable to be there and that pretty. I mean, it's very, very small and walkable. My Airbnb host said, he goes, no shit, Mike. 10 minutes, 10 minutes that way, you're done. 10 minutes that way. That's it. You come here, Ljubljana, relax. You come to relax, to chill out. Wow, this is going to be a big nothing. Like Bratislava. Let me tell you about Bratislava. I went because I noticed it was 1 hour by train from Vienna. But luckily, what I noticed also from my Airbnb, 7 eight stories up, whatever the fuck it was, over the uh, the canal there was, there's a boat that runs to Bratislava. So what I did is I took the train out, took the boat back. boat ended up being more fun than Bratislava. I was there four hours between getting in on the train and waiting for the boat to get back, and that was easily two hours too long. Um, If I would have known that, you don't know it till you know it but whatever that was Bratislava Ljubljana like I said really liked it Zagreb I would recommend getting up to Zagreb I was there twice and uh, second time Jesus Christ if you look at the pictures I was on the ninth floor looking out at all this stuff that I'd spent days looking at it was all right there in front of me most of it and um i really like that place i think about going back to these places but then i'm like you know i already did it with with lisbon but i already know i really really want to go back there but then i've got all these other fucking trips coming up so um don't really have time and i might like the other ones better now vienna and um, Budapest both I wasn't expecting it, especially with Budapest these gigantic ornate buildings and some of them they're they're super ornate but the ornate stuff is you know 15 uh, 10 stories in the air on a little narrow street so I mean who, who even can see it but yeah just so much of that stuff. Really impressive. Um, just really cool. Just to wander around and, and see just building after building after building. I mean, if you look at my Instagram, you know, or my Facebook, it might be 40 pictures in a day. But I think they're worth looking at. I just looked through some of them and went, holy shit. Because I was even there. And then I, I'd forgotten because... You know, I'm really jamming all this stuff up. You're talking nine, nine cities and nine countries. You know, the 14 planes, seven trains, one bus, one boat, five Covix tests, two books, six public transport systems. It it gets to be a bit much for the cranium to contain all that. So it's good for me to have a record like that, and hopefully some of you are following along. Um, Lisbon. When I when the guy, uh, the very entertaining, bolt driver, took me in from the airport, I went, wow, this place is kind of kind of beat, but then it's it's um, not like Vilnius, it's <laughs> you know outside the old town, it's a charming kind of beat. If that makes any sense, I really liked it. Little winding, narrow streets. Um, little bakeries and stores on alleys and all kinds of shit like that that I did not avail myself of too much, but I will next time. That's one of the things. I want to ride the funicular. Uh, I didn't do that. There's a whole section of the city I did not have time to get to. Uh, I didn't ride the trolleys. So I'm just going to basically go and bang around without much of an itinerary. I mean, I kind of do that anyway. I just go, usually I get to a place and I wander and I wander and I wander. And then I look up what I was supposed to see and chances are I've seen a pretty good hunk of it. And um, then at some point I go out with the cinema camera and get as much of that as I can to put on YouTube later, like in a year, because that takes lots of time to do that cinema video production um i oh jeez i forgot on this trip there was a couple other things i was running little it was it was close it was close in lisbon airport cuz <laughs> tap doesn't seem to really give a fuck about running on time they really don't the plane pulled in where I was getting it from. Where I you know, it's doesn't—it's irrelevant. And I thought, well, people will be coming off, and we'll be getting on. No, nobody got off. The plane just came in empty, and they still made us wait, so that it was late. I don't get it. But anyway, get to Lisbon. No, oh, from Zagreb. So we get to Lisbon. And the usual, come in at one end, got to go all the way to the other end, get there. It's corralled off. They have all this stuff you got to, you have to sign an attestation that you don't have COVICs. You have to show them your test. And guess who got picked for extra TSA screening? You know it. You and me, buddy. It wasn't that big a deal, but god damn. I mean, it's just... Guy went through, then they they wiped it down for um, explosive residue. They checked my hands for explosive residue, that kind of stuff. I just, at that point, didn't really give a fuck because I was on, but it's just like, of course. Of course. One more little fun thing. And get on the plane, nine-hour flight, and I'm not at the window, which I prefer. But since I, I travel cheap, I usually can't pick where I'm sitting. So I'm, I'm in the middle. Luckily, I'm on the aisle. So I usually don't even turn the fucking screen on except to watch, you know, where the plane is. But that's if I got a window seat. It's a nine-hour flight. I'm watching some shitty movies. So I turn the screen on, and It's stuck. So, you know, call the attendant right away. Because it's tap. They may hand me a VHS tape and a fucking camcorder put on my lap. Anyway, he goes, they reset it. So then I'm watching. And the guy in front of me is fucking jerk off. He slams the seat back. Slams it back. And then when it's mealtime... Uh, The flight attendant says, Can you put your seat up so this guy can, you know, this gentleman can eat behind you? He moves it up a bit. And then I wasn't really even done. And then he slams it back again. So I'm not a fan of this guy. And his wife is, I don't know what her fucking deal was. I'm watching her clawing at the screen, the touchscreen on the seat back in front of her, trying to get it to do what? I'm not really sure because she didn't really seem sure what the fuck she wanted to do and she was not success at, like i wasn't successful at saying that she was not successful at getting it to do much of anything i mean it was entertaining to see but god damn so this couple they're annoying so anyway this guy's got his seat back the entire time and he even left for a while to the back of the plane uh i don't know hanging out with a buddy i guess kept it back just Right in my face. Especially with my screen tilted so I could see it. And then, and then at some point, he's making himself extra cozy. He puts his hands back, not behind his head, but all the way behind and puts them on my screen. That ain't going to fly. No, bro, that ain't going to fly. So I had to go up, tap on the shoulder and say, excuse me, I'm trying to watch something back here. So that's the last time the hands came back, but the seat stayed back. So anyway, boy, that was long-winded. But you know me. That's how I am. So thanks for listening. Pictures. uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud? What the fuck? No, there's no pictures on SoundCloud. Pictures on, that's where the podcast is. That's where this is. This is on SoundCloud or any other podcast. You know, podcast, get an app. There's ones I've never heard of that I see come up, people are listening on. As always, if there's some place that you want to listen to this on, let me know and I'll make sure it's there. Probably already is, though. Just give it a shot. Probably there pictures, though. Instagram, Facebook, and now I've started putting them up on Twitter, too. That That's living large and hard on Twitter. But all I do, it's the same shit you're going to see on Instagram or Facebook. I just figured I'd spread my shit in an in a even wider area for people to not look at. If you do listen along or you do follow along on my trips, there's more coming. And I appreciate it. Any feedback across any platform? Love to hear it. Good, bad, indifferent? Eh, why would you say it if it's indifferent? You know, I really didn't care one way or another. Hey, thanks for telling me that. Anyway, from the shy box, half a floor up here in Chicago, Illinois, above Monticello Avenue, the north part. Bye-bye.